Welcome to Keep the Game Beautiful podcast. Each week, I highlight incredible people who are doing amazing things in soccer, the beautiful game. I'm Anna Turi, your host. Thank you for listening. Today, I talked to three separate players from Wayne State. I talked to Olivia Thompson, Lauren Fleming, and Riley Wayner. Originally, I was connected with their coach, Joe Cleary. Coach Cleary told me about all of their amazing stories and how this team has overcome so much. This is only three of the few stories on his team. I hope you enjoy today's episode. Today I talked to Olivia Thompson. Olivia is a freshman at Wayne State where she plays defense. Throughout her time at Wayne State, she went through some rocky times, including the loss of four friends and recently breaking her foot. Normally I provide a little bit more of an intro, but I wanted to ask Olivia to start by sharing her story a little bit more. Thank you for um, talking with me today. So I'll start by introducing myself. So I'm Olivia. I'm from a town right outside of Omaha called Gretna. I went to Wayne because it was a perfect fit for me, both academically and to play soccer. I knew that Wayne was for me because I was able to connect with the girls on like a different level than other teams that I'd been around. And this proved to be very important for me. The summer before my freshman season, which was this past summer, I experienced the loss of four friends. One was my teammate, and the other three um, I knew very well, and it was a really, really hard time for me. I went through a lot of times of doubt and thinking that soccer was for me, but I know that through this loss, I knew that I was going to become stronger and that I had a purpose, and this kind of helped me um, define my why. Before this accident and losing one of my teammates, I didn't really know why I loved soccer so much. It kind of was just an escape for me. I loved being around my friends, but throughout this past summer, I knew that I needed to find a reason why I was going to push through and play college soccer. So. Addison was her name, and I made a promise to myself and a promise to Addison that I was going to give it my all because she wanted to play college soccer, and I knew that I had an opportunity that she will never have, and so that kind of reshaped my thinking and allowed me to put myself in the best position possible to be successful, and there was Like I said, there was times of doubt and I didn't know that soccer was for me, but I kept pushing. And unfortunately at the end of the season, I suffered a stress fracture in my foot and I had surgery on about a month ago. Um, But I think that I'm very confident that I will come back stronger than ever. And reframing my thinking with my promise to Addison will push me to be pretty successful in the next three seasons. So that's pretty, that's, little bit about me. So on this podcast, Keep the Game Beautiful, I always start with the same few questions. So first, what does the beautiful game mean to you? Uh, I think the beautiful game offers an escape um, from life's problems, such as just everyday stressors and being able to play with um, friends and having the ability to, or to play college soccer is something that a lot of people don't get to do is really special to me. How do you keep the game beautiful? 
I think that bringing a positive attitude and an attitude of grateful and gratefulness and opportunity really keeps the game in perspective and that there's more to life than just soccer, but soccer is a way that helps me live my best life. How do you encourage others to keep the game beautiful? I think that by being a good teammate and always being a great supportive and encouraging teammate no matter no matter what um, is kind of my role and being by being a great teammate you also get unexplained things back in return and I think that that's really really cool. How did your teammates help you through your tough times? Uh, my teammates were always there for me. They would always give me a laugh. They knew uh, when I'm having, they know when I'm having a bad day and how to lift me up. We spend a lot, a lot, a lot of, and a lot of time together. So it's really important that we have really good relationships and I've created lifelong friendships and bonds with my teammates and they're like sisters and how they've had my back through my tough times. I'll always have their back. And it's really cool to see the success we can have together. How did your coach help you through your tough times? He was always supportive. He knew that coming in, I had a lot on my plate that I kind of was unsure. And he was, he's always been supportive and been there for me. And having that kind of presence um, and feeling that kind of presence through tough times is really important and it helps put, helps me push through uh, the days that are not so good. And he's, he's just always been there and a very solid support system for me throughout those times. And it makes it even better when I do have success and I have those positive days, those good days. So he's just always there and it's really, really special. Were there ever times where you just wanted to completely walk away from soccer? And what kept you from stopping right then and there? During this past year, um, my high school season, I didn't get the playing time I wanted. I was kind of hesitant about playing college soccer, but I knew that there was a reason that I was playing college soccer and I just kept pushing. And then after finding my why and making my promise to Addison, I knew that I couldn't quit now and that this is like something very, very special and unexplainable that I have this opportunity to play at the next level. And even through my injury, I still have 100% confidence that soccer's for me and I don't think that I'll ever walk away from this beautiful game. Did you ever find a time where you just needed a break from soccer or school or anything else? This past semester was difficult um, just with my injury and learning how to navigate being a college athlete and being a student at the same time was pretty hard, but I found that I could use both school and soccer as an escape from one another. Like when I had too much soccer on my plate, school was a place where I could use the tools that I gained on the soccer field, such as being mentally strong and pushing through and being the best student I can be. Or when school is rough, just taking it out on the soccer field, they kind of just go hand in hand. And I think that's really, really, really cool.
When you first started your college season, did you did you have trouble balancing school and soccer? Yep. At first, I did have trouble. I didn't expect things to go the, the way they went. I had a lot on my plate, but I knew that, like I said before, I was here for a reason and that I could do it. And that belief um, and drive and dedication towards both school, academics and on the field was going to get me somewhere. And just by keep pushing along, I found successful ways to study and manage my time. And those are tools that I'll use for the rest of my life. Now, you've touched on this a little bit, but do you ever think you would not be a part of soccer again? I, I've had those times where I, I think that soccer, I don't want to be a part of soccer, but I don't think I could ever completely walk away from it. And I think that it's just always something that I can use to my advantage. And by having this opportunity, I think that it's too great, one too great to walk away from. Could you tell me a little bit more about your injury and what impact it had on you as a student and a player? So throughout this season, I kind of had two injuries. So at the beginning of my season, I had a quad injury. I was out for about four weeks. So that was like the first four weeks of season. So I, that was pretty rough but I learned that it was just gonna, I knew that it was gonna get better. And so things got better. Um, I started starting games. I played a lot of minutes um, after my injury and after I came back from that injury. And then towards the end of the season, I started experiencing pretty bad pain in my left foot. And I wasn't sure what it was. I've never, before this, I never really had any foot issues besides that I have a really flat foot and so I kind of just went along with it and it was about the third to last game of our season and I just couldn't go anymore. I knew that something was wrong. My body was telling me something was wrong and so I played about four, I started four minutes of that game and I didn't play the rest of the season after that. I um found out that I had a stress fracture in my foot. I could have let it heal on its own or I had the option to have surgery to fix it. So I had surgery to fix it because I wanted to make sure that it really wouldn't happen again. Um, I had surgery about a month ago, um, a few days before Thanksgiving. And I have a few, a little bit left to go in my recovery and I'll miss a little bit of spring season, but I know that if there was any time for this to happen, it would be now when I have the time to recover. So it's nice being able to be home over this winter break and kind of regroup. And when I get back to, back to school and soccer, that I'll be ready to take recovery head on. So that's kind of in a nutshell what happened. How are you going to be able to push yourself to recover and get better? I think that having a drive to want to be the best teammate I can be also goes hand in hand with wanting to have the best recovery. When I get back, I know that my teammates will be working really, really hard. 
in our off-season workouts. They've been working really hard over this this break, and I think that that's what pushes me. Um, being wanting to be a good teammate, wanting to help my teammates reach reach their potential. Um, I know that my recovery will be a little while, but that's how it goes, and it will just make the days even better when I do end up getting to fully practice again and play again. Um, just being a really, really good teammate because I know how much that makes a difference, even just by my teammates being really good teammates to me, it makes me want to be one in return. There are many young players who have to take time off because of injuries. What advice would you give to them? Some advice I would give to them would be to take your time and know when enough is enough, um, such as when you're feeling overwhelmed with your exercises. Um, take your time and know that your time is going to come when you get to step back out on the field or whatever sport you're playing in. Um, it can be really difficult and it's kind of a mental battle at some points, um, but you'll get there and it will only make you stronger. As someone who hopes to play college soccer in a few years, what advice would you give to me? Um, I would look for a school that you know you have a feeling in your heart that is for you. I think that if I wouldn't have gone to a school with that, like Wayne State, that I knew was for me, I would have really, really struggled throughout losing my friends, my injuries. I don't think I would still be playing. Um, find teammates or find a team that has girls that you can see yourself being successful with, going through hard times with. Uh, just you will know deep in your heart when the place is the right place is for you. And keep working to get when you get there because there's still work to be done even when you achieve your goal of committing and becoming a college soccer player. Also, make sure that you have what you want, um, both academically and soccer-wise. Um, make sure it's a good academic fit for you because all in all, soccer is not life. Um, uh, also, Another important thing for me was to have a really supportive coach, a coach that understands where I what, understood where I come from, things I've been through. So just take into consideration your personal things like academics, your teammate, your future teammates, and your coach um, into consideration when you're looking because this is these are the next four years of your life and. There can be some really challenging times, and you will want to make sure you're in a place that you know you're happy and being away from home. So you will know when the place is for you, and it will come. Just be patient. Do you remember how and when you decided to play college? It was my junior year when I committed to play at Wayne State. It was the fall of my junior year that I knew I wanted to play college soccer. Um, I had visited Wayne State. I knew it was a perfect fit for me. My cousin actually played basketball at Wayne State. 
Um, so it was really, really cool to have a place that felt like home already. And after I figured out that it was a great academic fit as well, I knew that it was for me. And only being about two hours from home, that was perfect distance for me. And I knew that I wanted to go there. What are some of your best memories from playing at Wayne? I have found a lot of my forever friends here at Wayne. A lot of them have been my teammates. Just funny memories on the road, such as just being goofballs together uh, are some of my favorite memories so far. I, Like I said, I found some of my forever friends here. And being teammates, we go through some hard times together. We go to practice together, we go to eat together, we basically live together. So it's really cool to be surrounded by girls that will be my forever best friends. So it's kind of a memory, but not really, but that's one of my favorite things from Wayne State so far. What do you plan to do after you graduate from Wayne State? I want to become a physician assistant. So I'll be attending PA school. Um, after I graduate from Wayne for about a little over two years and just pursuing my dream of becoming a PA and see where life will take me after that. Do you think soccer will always be a part of your life? I think it will. It's really done a lot for me, more than I could have ever imagined. And I think that one day becoming maybe a youth coach or helping out with youth soccer players would be a really really cool thing to do and it would definitely keep my passion for soccer alive. Now we've made it to the last question so it is what do you hope people remember about your impact to soccer and the world? I hope people remember that I use my teammates to help become a better teammate and push them in return and help them reach their potential and that even through things that are unimaginable and un unspeakable I kept pushing on for greatness and through dedication and hard work you can really do anything it's not just the cliche sh saying that passion and drive can really 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 help you achieve your goals and that even through times of doubt there's going to be the rough times and really good times but it's what you take from the rough times to help you and the really good times that will keep pushing keep pushing you along and help you be the best person you can be and the best version of yourself today i talked to lauren fleming lauren is a senior at wayne state and played midfield Throughout her time at Wayne State, she went through some rocky times, including the loss of a grandparent, a detached retina, and, learn and tearing her ACL. Normally, I provide a little bit more of an introduction, but I wanted to ask Lauren to start by sharing her story a little bit more. Yeah, when I was uh, my freshman year in February, I lost my grandpa, and that was really tough because it was the farthest I'd been away for the longest period of time, so I didn't really have just the ability to go up there, so that was pretty tough, but being with the team and Joe, I got through it, got through it with my family. So um, that was really nice to have the team to just rely on. Yeah, I detached my retina, which was a bit odd. I don't know, it's, it's much more major now looking back on it than I thought it was at the time because it was just so fast. It happened 
Um, I went to the doctor after texting Joe and I was like, Joe, I think something's wrong with my eye. He's like, okay, go right now to this person in this optometrist or this eye doctor in Wayne. So I did that. And he said, okay, so you have a detached retina, which requires emergency surgery. So I was really scared because I'm like, well, my family's eight hours away. I don't know what you mean. What do you mean? Like, is this something I have to get fixed now? And it's like, yep. So don't eat anything tonight, just in case you have to have surgery in the morning. And Coach Joe took me to Omaha at 6 a.m. in the morning to figure out when I was going to have surgery. And that, so that was big just because it happened so quickly. And I could have lost vision in one of my eyes. That's the worst case scenario, but ended up being fine. Um, took a couple months off just because I couldn't play soccer didn't until my eye healed. Um, and then, yes, I tore my ACL at the last practice of the sophomore off season which was such a bummer because it was during a practice that was just supposed to be a fun game-like practice no it was non-contact everybody actually thought that the ball just kind of took me out and it was really funny until I was writhing in pain on the ground and then everybody felt really bad and all apologized because they were laughing at me I'm like oh I would have laughed too I'm sure I looked like an idiot but yeah coming back from that was really tough um, and then senior season I was 100% it was really nice to finish at least on a year where I wasn't out for an injury, even though I was still coming back from ACL problems. I mean, I still came back and was able to play and didn't have any technically restrictions. Now, you said your family was eight hours away. How did you decide to play at Wayne State? Actually, Coach Cleary. Um, I've known Joe, oh, I don't even know how long, since for a long time because he was in our club in the club that I played for. And um, he came to one of my, just just like a tournament that um, Bismarck puts on every once in a while. And Joe just is up just chatting with me, not recruiting me at all. Cause I had already kind of told him I wasn't interested in Wayne because it was just too far away for me at the time. And then after my senior season, I was like, or before my senior season, but in that senior year in high school, I was like, Joe, I think maybe I made the wrong decision saying no to you right away. Can I come for a visit? And that's kind of history from there. So on this podcast, Keep the Game Beautiful, I always start with the same few questions. So first, what does the beautiful game mean to you? Just an opportunity to go and play an aggressive, fun, challenging game and make a lot of friendships along the way, rivalries, competitiveness. Just a lot of ways to have fun, get anger out, get stressed out, but also kind of form a family, a soccer family. How do you keep the game beautiful? I just focus on my teammates and our successes. Like, yes, I have the, the teams that we play and like those types of rivalries in my head, but I don't really focus on that. I don't want to have that negative um, kind of outlook on the on soccer that way so I just focus on positive teammates and playing with my friends keeping the game positive in that way. How do you encourage others to keep the game beautiful? Mistakes happen people are going to make mistakes so when mistakes happen on the field we have this kind of saying at Wayne State that's called NBA or next best action so I keep the game positive for my teammates by telling them that and encouraging them to just Look for the next play. What can they do better? If they give the ball away, what can they do to get it back? 
negativity is never good in sports. I think it's good to give you an edge to work hard, but not while you're playing, not while you're learning. Has MBA always been one of the statements or was it something that your team came up with? Um, it's only new as of this year. Um, I think Joe heard it, Coach Cleary heard it from either a book or reading or hearing some coach that he, like just that he follows say it and he decided to implement it in our program this year. And I think it was really, really helpful. How did your teammates help you through your tough times? They weren't just there for me. They allowed me to have some sort of distraction. So I wasn't always in my head thinking about how I was sad. Um, even when I wasn't, so like my whole junior year when I was on the sideline, not able to play, they still let me feel like I was a big contrib or I was a contributor to the team by being open to hearing criticism from me or just feedback from me. And they would come to me, a couple of my friends would come to me and be like, what did I do wrong? Or what can I do better? Because I just have this non-biased view from the sideline. So that's how they let me feel like I was still able to contribute, even though I wasn't physically on the field. Do you think it's important for players that are injured to always help try and like coach or encourage other teammates? Yes, I do. Um, <laughs> of course, contribute, um, not coach. There's a fine line between <laughs> being a good teammate and providing criticism, but also not overstepping and participating in a coach stance because that's not always desired. Um, but yes, I definitely think so because it's allowing you to learn and still grow as a grow as a player even though you're not able to play yourself. How did your coach help you through your tough times? He has an open door policy. I could go in there and talk to him whenever. Um, he always made me look forward and he, he was like, I want you to come in on your bad days, on your good days. Just let me help you get through it. I haven't, like, he hasn't had that ACL injury himself, but he, he's con he's had a lot of people that have, he knows a lot of people that have. So he's like, I just know the different stages and I want to help you through each stage. So just him being there for my good and bad days, letting me focus on the next couple months, not just how today feels and how tomorrow is going to feel. That's what really helped me with Joe. How did soccer help you through the, your tough times? Um, I mean, with my grandpa passing away, that was just, it was like a whole part, like a, my family. It made me feel so distant from my family, which is a big source of my like positivity and my energy and my happiness. But also soccer is that a really big contributor to my happiness. So being able to play and do Saturday pickup games with my team, that helped me get over it because I wasn't, like I said, just going in my room kind of sad and being alone. Um, with so with the retina and the knee, I guess my teammates just helped me by acting like I was not an injured person. Were there ever times where you want to completely walk away? Sorry, I don't know. Okay. Not really. Everybody kind of assumed after hearing my ACL that I would kind of be done, but I guess that never even popped in my head. I'd heard of people hearing their ACLs and coming back, like. It wasn't something that I thought, oh, I'll only have a year left after I come back. So is it really worth it? That It just never popped in my head, honestly. Was there any other, like, motivation that really helped you get through it? The idea of coming 
back onto the field and playing with my teammates because I, I I tore my ACL at such a bad time because I had just I had been moved to the midfield at the end of freshman year and was still figuring it out um, throughout my sophomore year and then in the offseason sophomore year I really started to get into a stride and really I felt like I was finally understanding that position and like I was actually doing well and then I tore it and it was just such a bummer because it just brought me, I felt like it brought me back down to zero. So the idea of me getting back on the field and feeling that kind of sense of accomplishment and contribution to my teammates was what drove me to keep working. Did you ever find a time when you just needed a break from school or soccer or anything else? Oh, for sure. Um, summers were, unfortunately, both of my kind of major injuries happened right before summer. So, well, fortunate in a way where I did have a break from the stress of school so I could focus on just healing. Um, but yeah, I mean, school, I mean, college is very stressful. And then with soccer practices and um, lifting on top of that, it, it did get to be a lot, but it was never so, so much where I just wanted to back away from all of it. Yes, a break is necessary, but still, Still a good thing to keep working on and working for. Do you ever think soccer will not be a part of your life? Um, yeah. I I mean, physically playing it, yes, pretty soon and shortly. But I'll always be interested in watching the U.S. national team play. I love watching them play. I'll stay connected with Joe and hear about how the team's doing. I'll I'll follow as many games as possible and go to them. Um. And then hopefully my family will still be involved. Like if I have kids, I'd love to see them play soccer. But if that's not going to happen, soccer will always be something I look forward to watching. But, um, but as far as playing, yes, I'm sure my, my retirement is coming soon. So it sounds like your team is really close. Has it always been this close? Um, yes and no. Um, I have a lot of very close relationships on the team. But up until this this year and a couple uh random seasons in the past haven't been okay so yes this year was our closest year I definitely say I'm very close to the freshmen sophomores and juniors whereas in years past I didn't always feel like I was as close with the upperclassmen so when I was a freshman I felt like the upperclassmen were these older people that weren't approachable not that they were rude or mean it was just like oh they're so good they're so old I feel like they don't want to talk to me and so I feel like this year, just as a senior, and we didn't have that. Well, I mean, sure, I'm the senior year when I'm the senior class when I was a freshman didn't have that mentality either. But um, I think we just had a lot of good dynamics on our team, having a lot of younger contributors on the field. So I feel like it didn't matter the age this year. Like no seniors, juniors, sophomores, freshmen, everybody was equal on the field and out of the field. And I think that helped really bring our team close this year. Could you tell me a little bit more about both of your injuries and what their impact was on both on you as both a student and an athlete? Yeah. When I tore my retina, so when you tear it, you have to get a, well, I got a bubble in my eye. So I, for two weeks, I had to spend as much time with my head parallel to the ground as possible. So I couldn't go to class. I couldn't study. I actually had a pretty neat contraption set up where I could lay down, but have like a laptop below me so I could watch something so I wasn't just staring at blank space. Um, so it was rough because it was in the middle of my semester. 
um, my spring semester. So I still had work to be doing and classes to attend, but I obviously couldn't. So that was rough for a bit. Um, and honestly, like I don't sleep on my face. So sleeping was rough and just having energy because I couldn't sleep was pretty rough too. Um, but my professors at least at that time knew me well enough where they knew I wasn't just skipping class. Um, so they, they helped me through that really well, which is awesome about Wayne's professors. Um, but I wasn't really um, coming back from that. I wasn't supposed to have perfect vision in my eye, even with like contacts and glasses, just because of the surgery. So I have better vision than I was expected to. I have about 20, 30 vision with contacts and glasses, which is awesome. Um, but I want to be a surgeon, or I wanted to be a surgeon at the time. Now I just, I'm not totally sure. Um, so to not have good vision or to have the possibility of not having vision in one of my eyes was very hard to um, grasp. Like it was, oh yeah, I mean, I could have lost my sight in one eye and then I probably would never be a surgeon, but that was never something that crossed my mind at the time. Now looking back, just because it was such a quick thing that happened, um, it was very, it was just a very odd scenario altogether. Um, tearing my ACL, I mean, it happened so late in the season, but I luckily was able to have surgery not too long after I tore it, which was good. Um, I was in the summer and the summer was when I did a lot of my really tough rehab. So being home for a bit of that was nice just to have some extra support. Um, but it was tough because I wasn't able to have the job that I had the previous summer because it was a waitress on my feet, but I was able to do a different job just fine. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, I had a really good physical therapist when I was in Grand Forks is where I was that summer. And then coming back to Wayne, I, that's when I started to kind of be able to do more, when I started to be able to run. And when you haven't run for multiple months, and I mean like even just jogging around, like jogging from your car to your house, like jogging and running when you start again stinks. So having my teammates there to just kind of encourage me and push me and celebrate little victories like, oh, I was able to run an entire mile today. Like that was really helpful to have back, be back in Wayne. But um, ACL injuries are tough because you have to go slow even though you feel like you can take a couple more steps. And I had a lot of setbacks. I was in Joe's office crying quite a few times because I was like, oh, I'm fine. And then all of a sudden the next day my knee hurts a lot and I have to sit out of practice. So it was a very tough recovery but got through it people get through it all the time so I could get through it too how were you able to push yourself through recovery focus on the good days focus on what was next I had a lot of like little goals in my head so for my eye I, I mean it was that was just waiting for the bubble to go away waiting for my um the incisions to heal in my eyes so that wasn't so much work for like therapy and whatnot but for my leg it was how much can I move it at the end of this week can I get to this degree of movement at this time um can I lift this amount of weight like it was just little victories that I tried to set so it wasn't some big goal that I was never reaching did you find that a lot of your therapy consisted of being patient yes absolutely <laughs> especially when I got to start running and maybe get back into a little bit more of soccer 
oriented therapy, yes, that was very tough because I just wanted to be back 100%. But I knew my body wasn't there and my athletic trainer knew it wasn't there, but it was very tough to kind of accept that emotionally. Many young players have ACL or MCL tears and whatnot. What advice would you give to them throughout their journey? Create little goals and achieve those little victories because it's going to give you motivation and momentum to keep going. Um, Be patient. Don't blame anybody else for your injury. They happen all the time, like you just said. So accept help when it's offered and when you need it. Just ask. People want to help you, especially your teammates and your coaches. So ask for help if you need it, for sure. I know you've had a very good GPA. How are you able to keep a good GPA? Um, Well, one thing that Joe is so good about with soccer is we are student athletes. So student comes first. If there's ever um, like a study session or a review that conflicts with practice, he's open to us skipping and making up um, practice another time so that we can go to our review session. So it's always nice to know that Joe really does care about our GPA. We do have study tables as to when we're freshmen and then continuing on like if we're sophomores and we don't have a high enough GPA. So it's just a way to hold each other accountable to keep studying and keep the grades up. Um, we have designated study times on away, on away trips so we are studying for a couple hours at least um, in addition to just the time that you decide to study by yourself, like if on, on the bus or whatnot. So um, I think just knowing that, that soccer came after studies was helpful um, to hold each other accountable, like teammates, but also knowing that Joe expects good grades from us. Um, and Joe helps um helps us figure out how to balance everything, how to balance a social life, soccer, and studies. When you were a freshman, did you have trouble balancing all those things? Oh, yeah. Like, if you look at my GPA, my grades my freshman year were not where they are now. Not that they were bad, but they just just weren't as high caliber. Um, but, yeah, I definitely did, especially with family. I wanted to go home and visit my family, but that's an entire – eight-hour trip there, eight-hour trip back that I could be studying or practicing soccer. So, yes, for sure, balance was something I gained throughout my time. I definitely did not have it my freshman year. As someone who, who hopes to play college in a few years, what advice would you have for me? Don't settle. If you If you see somebody that's doing something a little bit better than you, like, don't get down on yourself, but also – think about what you could do to get to that next level. Um, Don't be afraid to put in extra time. Always ask for help or ask for clarification on things that you know you're not good at. Like if your first touch is just kind of poor, ask for help and specific drills to work on on your own to to improve that and then use that with your team after that. So just never settling to be just okay or be good can always be great. There's always going to be somebody better than you. So always strive to be better than that person. Do you remember how and when you decided you wanted to play in college? Um, no, I don't really remember the specific moment, but uh, I do remember the text that I sent to Joe. I mean, I remember 
my like I remember sending it I don't remember what I said but I just remember the idea that I was not ready to be done playing soccer I just knew that I had such a good time at my high school and I actually ended on a um a state championship and I was so happy that I didn't end on that because I knew I would have always thought what if I had played what if I had gone to this school and just given it a shot and that's one thing I always thank Joe for is I enjoyed my time at Wayne so much I'm really glad that I didn't just go the easy route and not play soccer and just go to like the school that my whole family had gone to I'm really happy that I challenged myself and pushed myself out of my comfort zone. What were some of the best memories you had at your time playing at Wayne State? Oh best times um, the, so this year, actually, the bus ride coming back from Augustana, which was our last conference game. So we had just lost that game. The first half, we did not play like our like ourselves. And then the second half, we, we played like the team that we that we can play like. And we played well. And at the end of the game, we didn't win. So we didn't know if we were going to move on. So all of us were kind of ready to not ready to accept that we were done, but we were ready to hear that we were done in a couple hours and um or no we weren't ready we were sad but we we didn't know if we were going to be done or not so it was just such an uneasy feeling that we had on the bus ride and all of a sudden we hear that overtime between upper iowa and winona is happening and then all of a sudden joe stands up on the front of the bus turns around and screams we're going to playoffs and i will never forget that moment because everybody just stood up and was screaming and crying and i was crying and i was hugging people and everybody was just so happy for a solid 10 minutes and it was just such a good like feeling to know that even though we didn't end the season as well as we wanted to because of the tough caliber teams that we played um the work that we did in the beginning was able to carry us through so it was that was probably the best moment on this on this team do you find that some of your best memories are with, are not on the field? Yeah, honestly, other than, yeah, other than when I scored my only college level goal, all the memories that I would say I have are off the field. Mm-hmm. Just a team parties, holiday celebration, just end of the year parties, or just random team events that we have every once in a while just to help team bonding um yeah I'd say that's where all my really memorable moments happen what do you plan to do after you graduate from Wayne State I would like to be a doctor so I have applied to the University of North Dakota's medical school so I'll be hearing back in about a month there a month and a half if I got in there um so hopefully I will be attending medical school yeah after I graduate. When you're in medical school do you ever think you'll just go out and kick around a ball every once in a while? Oh of course they have intramurals up there so I already am looking ahead to see what type of soccer they have available indoor outdoor whatever yes I definitely will still play soccer for a long for a while until my body says no. Now we've made it to our last question which is a little loaded but it's what do you help what do you hope your impact will be to soccer and the world? Oh, I might just focus on soccer. Um, and maybe just at Wayne. I don't, at Wayne, I guess what Joe always says is um, people are able to come to me for help 
not just on the soccer field that like he says I'm a very approachable person from what younger people have said and I think just leaving like I want my impact at Wayne to be just because you're not on the field playing as much as other people it doesn't mean that you don't have that same amount of impact like one of my the one of the freshmen that I really connected with this year was in my position and she and I were directly competing for minutes. And when I would go in and play over her, I'd come off the bench and she'd tell me, Oh, you did this really well. You did that super well. And when she would play over me, I would do the exact same thing for her. And we really created this awesome, super special bond of both competitiveness, but also just support. And we would work together off the field. So I just, I think in the soccer community, I want to, to, I hope that that kind of feeling and that type of um, chem, like that team aspect maybe will shine through, especially at Wayne. I know that will be really helpful for our program um, as we have higher numbers come in. So like the competitive atmosphere will definitely be increased. So um, I guess if you can put that into words, that's what I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. I'm talking with Wiley Wayner. She is from Colorado and plays for Wayne State College team. She has worked hard to earn playing minutes despite a couple of injuries. In addition to her parents divor divorced, her mother survived cancer and her father passed away. Coach Cleary shared with me how proud he is of what his team has gone through and how they've all come together to support one another. I was wondering, Riley, if you could share a bit more about your story with me. You didn't really miss anything. I came into college off of um, uh, my first hip surgery, which was an eight-month recovery, and so I got cleared um, to participate literally the week before I reported for preseason, so the timeline was a little scary and nerve-wracking because I didn't know if I was going to be ready to participate the first year or if I would have to redshirt, um, so that was really nerve-wracking going into my first year of college, but I was able to compete my first season, and it went really well, and then um, my sophomore, the summer between my sophomore and junior year, I found out that I had to have hip surgery again, but on the other hip this time. Um, and so I didn't want to miss my season. And so instead of having surgery over the summer, I got a cortisone shot and I played. I had surgery between my freshman and sophomore year. Um, I went into my sophomore season. I played my sophomore season with a cortisone shot and then um, in December after my sophomore season, that's when I had my hip surgery and I had it over Christmas break. So I was late coming back for the spring semester. I had to spend the whole spring and summer doing rehab, which was another eight months. And I got cleared again, just one week before I reported for preseason this, this season. And so, um, a couple months into my rehab, that's when we found out that my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer. Um, so the whole summer on top of having to rehab myself is really difficult trying to deal with my mom's sickness and having to help her. And then this fall in September, my dad had passed away. And so I've just been through a lot in a short amount of time. It's been really difficult. On this podcast, Keep the Game Beautiful, I always start with the same few questions. What does the beautiful game mean to you? I'm really lucky to have soccer in my life because it's a um, it's a getaway for me in order to get away from all these bad things that I've been through in my life. And it's, it's an escape and it's something that makes me happy. 
And so I'm really happy. I'm really proud that I get to play college soccer, and I'm really happy that I have this healthy escape because there's a lot of other things I could be doing, but this is helping me cope with my issues. How do you keep the game beautiful? I always like to have good sportsmanship with other teams. And also, I think soccer is really beautiful in the way that it brings you together with other people. I All of my teammates are like my best friends in the entire world. And my coach, he would go out of his way for me. And also, playing in this conference, the NSIC, it has given me a lot of relationships with people um, and it's kind of cool how many how many different teams in our conference reached out to me after my dad had passed away and like everyone wanted to be there for me and I think that that's really beautiful. How do you encourage others to keep the game beautiful? I think that they need to remember that soccer is a privilege and not everyone gets to play it and so I think you need to look at it as like a hobby instead of you know with college soccer it could easily be looked at as a job and but if you don't enjoy it then you're not going to keep it beautiful so I I tell people to enjoy what they're doing. Throughout your tough times did you how did your teammates help you? Um, so my dad's funeral was in Missouri even though I'm from Colorado because that is where he, he is from and that's where he grew up and I had teammates and my coach drive 14 hours from Nebraska to come support me at, at the funeral, which I would have never expected them to do in a million years, but it was really cool to see them there for me through anything. They are my best friends and they go out of their way every single day to make sure that I'm doing all right. They support me in every way they can. I'm really thankful for it. So I already know, I know you already said a little bit how your coach helps you, but what are other things your coach does to help you through your tough times? Um, coach Cleary will literally drop everything at a moment's notice if I need to talk to him or if I need any help. I, I started going to counseling for after my dad passed away, which before was not something that I would willingly do. But Joe has been there for me and he told me that he would come to every single counseling session with me in order to get me to go. And he's fulfilled that promise. He's been there with me because that's not something that I would probably do on my own. And he has gone out of his way. He cancels, you know, whatever he has during the day in order to be there with me. And I'm really thankful for that. How did soccer, the beautiful game, help you through tough times? Whenever I step out on a soccer field, I feel like every worry that I have have um, goes away and um, when I'm out on the field I don't think about anything else that's going on in my life and I'm just super happy to be able to be out there with the people that I love playing the game that I love and I'm really glad that soccer is there for me because without it I'm not sure where I'd be. Was there ever a time that you wanted to completely walk away from soccer? Yes, many times. I think I've gone through that um, every single year that I've been playing college soccer. And every time I look back on it and I'm like, why was I even thinking about that? Because this is the best experience I've ever had. And there's, it's okay to feel like, like you want to walk away from soccer completely. It's okay to feel like you're 
going to want to quit. Um, I've, I've had lots of teammates who are super committed to the game that have told me that they wanted to quit at, at different times and everyone goes through it. I think it would be, um, I, I think it wouldn't be right if you didn't go through it. Um, it is such a hard job, but it's so worth it in the end. And I'm every time I think about quitting, I look back, I'm like, wow, I'm really glad I didn't quit because this is the best experience I've ever had. When your other hip started to act up, what did you think? Do you think it was easier to handle it knowing that you had gone through the same thing before, or was it tougher knowing how hard recovery would be? It was definitely tougher knowing how hard recovery was going to be. I knew right when my hip was acting up, I was like, I think this is exactly like my other hip. I was, I knew that when I went to the doctor, I knew that they were going to tell me the bad news. And so that was okay because like, at least I had prepared myself um, knowing what it felt like before I prepared myself knowing that, you know, this is what the reality of it is. It sucks because I knew how much pain I had been in after surgery was the most pain I've ever been in my entire life. And so I knew that it was going to be a really tough road, but I knew that I had gone down it once before and that I could do it again. Did you ever find a time when you just needed a break? Definitely. Um, I think that's why we have the off season and we get, we get a couple of weeks after our season's over to be completely done. And it's good because that's about the same time finals are coming up. So it's good to have that complete break from soccer. Um, even though I'm really close with everyone on my team, it's also a lot being around them like 24 seven. So it's nice to have a break from them too for a few weeks, but after the couple of weeks, I start to miss it already. Did you ever think you would not be a part of the beautiful game again? After my first surgery, I did say to myself that if I ever had to have another hip surgery, I'd probably quit. But then once that became a reality, I realized that I was not willing to give up the game of soccer. And so I knew I had to do everything I, that it took to get back to the beautiful game. Do you think it was easier in some ways during your parents' divorce to be at school, or would you have liked to be closer to home? I think it was easier to be away from home. However, the only thing that I regret not being there for was we sold our, my childhood home that I grew up in for 14 years, and I didn't realize that when I left for school over the summer that that would be the last time I had ever stepped foot in that house. And so it was really difficult coming back for Thanksgiving break to a brand-new house I didn't feel like I was at home, and so that aspect was difficult. I would have rather been at home, but also being away helped a lot because I had these new experiences and new relationships that were distracting me. How did your family and friends support you during this time? My um, family was there for me, even my extended family, like my uncle and my aunt, my cousins. They're all there for me a lot. They would come up and make trips to Wayne. Uh, from Kansas City to support me and be with me. And they knew it was a tough time for me. And my friends, I've had friends who have gone through the same thing. And so they basically told me what to expect. And they were really understanding of it. When your mother was ill, were you able to spend time with her? I was not. She um, got diagnosed in March. Um, this last March and so I was at school until May and that was when she was also getting all of her treatment and stuff like that 
So it was really difficult to be away from uh, home because she's been my number one supporter all of these years coming to all my games and stuff like that. And so for me to not be there for her was really difficult on me. Is she doing okay today? She is. She's on a bunch of different medications and has to go to a lot of doctor's appointments all the time. And she has to be really um, careful about what she eats and stuff like that. But she is doing a lot better and I'm really grateful for that. Could you tell me a little bit more about your injury and what impact it had on you as a student and a player? Um, I had hip labrum surgery, which is in your hip socket. And um, it is definitely one of the most painful injuries I've ever had because um, that's like the center of everything that you do. And so any movement hurts it. Um, the surgery I, itself, I was on crutches for six weeks and it was really hard because I couldn't really move from the couch at all. But And so I was just miserable in pain and I just wanted to get out and do something because I don't like to sit in places for a long period of time. Um, and once I got back to school, it was really difficult because I was still on crutches. So being a student and having to go to class, I live off campus. And so I had to rely on a lot of my friends and teammates to drive me to school because it was too hard to crutch my way to campus. And it was also in the middle of the winter. So there's ice on the ground and everything like that. So being a student, it was really difficult because getting around and doing my classes every day was really hard. And then after class every day, I would have to go to rehab for three hours. And that was really tough too, because it didn't leave me a whole lot of free time in the day. And I felt like I was always doing rehab in the training room. And then soccer wise, I didn't get to participate in our spring uh, trainings, practices, spring games whatsoever. It was really hard to once again be sidelined by it and seeing all of my teammates get to participate. And I like to lift a lot and I didn't get to do any of that. So that was just tough from that aspect of it, sitting out. Is this an injury that will heal fully or will it always linger a little bit? It is healed fully. I don't have any issues with it right now and I shouldn't have any more issues in the future. Um, it's about a 95% success rate so I should never have to have hip surgery ever again however I've had former teammates who have had to have the same surgery four or five times because they're part of the five percent so I'm just hoping that I'm part of the 95 percent and so far so good so did you ever have to miss any school and were you able to get help from tutors professors and teammates I had to miss the first week and a half of our spring semester last year um, because I was in too much pain to come back to Wayne. And um, so I was really stressed out about missing school because school's uh, my priority and I was stressed about that. But when I got back, um, the teachers were super, super understanding and um, they were doing everything that they could to help me get caught up and stay caught up. Um, there were tutors available. I never really needed to use them. Um, but also our, our coaching staff, they would help me on my homework if I needed help or anything like that. And they were really good about communicating with the professors so that they knew my status. And I didn't really have to even communicate to the professors myself for the first part of it, which was nice. 
How were you able to bounce back after both of your injuries and continue to push yourself? It was really difficult, the first surgery, and I knew what I had coming for me for the second surgery, but I knew I had been through it before. And so I told myself that I was going to bounce back and I was going to have an even better season than I did before. And I did prove myself on that. And, um, you know, injury is part of soccer, whether we like it or not. And so it's cool to be able to show everyone that, look, I've been through two surgeries, but I'm not done. And there was a lot of uh, coaches that were talking to our coach around the league that were, you know, how is your player going to come back after two surgeries? But I just wanted to prove everyone wrong. I wanted to prove that nothing could hold me back. Like I was not going to give up. Many young players have to take off time off of sports because of serious injuries. What advice would you give them? Injury happens whether you're young or even the professionals, you know, and just like professional athletes get injured too and, and they have to take time off too. It's a big, not only is it a big physical challenge, but it's also a big mental challenge. And I think that's actually the hardest part about it is the mental challenge because there's some days where you're not going to be where the doctors want you to be or you don't reach your goal or maybe you're on crutches longer than the other person who had the same surgery is, but you just, you can't let that stuff get you down. So my advice would be just to keep working. And if you work hard and stay strong, you're going to get through it no matter what. How have you been able to do well in school while going through so much? One thing that I love about going to Wayne State is our, the professors there are extremely caring. And so I've, they know that I've been through a lot. And anytime something comes up, they are always like the first ones asking if they can help me, how can they help me? And it's nice because obviously I had to miss a lot of school when my dad passed away. And I also missed school for when I had surgery. And so they're really understanding and they're, they're going to do everything that they can to help me get caught up and help me stay caught up in school. Um, my coaches also help me a lot. Um, and my friends are super supportive of me too. So, and just school being my priority too, I don't like to get behind. So, I mean, even though I've been through a lot, I know that other people have also been through a lot and still been successful. So I just keep trying to push myself. As someone who hopes to play college soccer in a few years, what advice would you have for me? Getting to play college soccer, like getting to that point is really hard and you have to work really hard to get there. But once you get there, it is extremely rewarding. Even though it, you continue to have to work hard in college and it's not always easy. You get up early, you practice a lot, um, you travel a lot, so you miss a lot of school. It's really time-consuming, but it is the most rewarding experience ever. So I would say, you know, even if you're having a hard time, even if you're struggling, I would just keep pushing through because in the end it is the most rewarding experience I've ever had, and I wouldn't trade it for the world. Do you remember how and when you decided you wanted to play in college? Ooh, I was really young. I honestly can't remember, but I started playing soccer when I was four, and I – started playing on a travel team when I was like 12. So it was about then when I decided that, you know, soccer, I never wanted to stop playing soccer. <laughs> what were some of the best memories you had at your time playing at Wayne State? 
probably my two favorite times were my sophomore season. We uh, tied Minot State in double overtime, and that year they were like the top of our conference, and we hadn't been doing the best, but we tied them, so that was like a huge deal for us, and we had made uh, school history. And so when we got back on the bus after the game, we had like the speaker blaring, and we got Chipotle and stuff, and we were all dancing and screaming, and that was really fun because, I mean, those times with your teammates are like the times that you live for. And then my other favorite moment of my career was this year, our first conference game against University of Sioux Falls. You know, I I didn't start that game, and that was hard for me because I've been a starter since my freshman year. And so I was a little angry that I wasn't starting, but at the same time I was like, I'm going to prove them wrong. And so we went into double overtime with Sioux Falls, and this girl, Brooke Worrell, on our team, who had also lost her dad at the same time I did, she crossed the ball, and I scored off of her cross, and we, like, won in a walk, like, golden goal, walk-off, double overtime, and just my entire team ran over to me, and we were all celebrating. And it was a really cool thing that someone else who had just lost her dad, like, us two together had scored, and that was by far the coolest moment I've ever experienced in my career. What do you plan to do after you graduate from Wayne State? I'm planning on going to officer uh, training school through the Air Force. So I'd go into the Air Force as a lieutenant. Um, I would do that about for about five years. And then ultimately my goal is to become an FBI agent. That's what both of my parents did for 25 years. And so I hope to follow in their footsteps. Do you think soccer will always be a part of your life? It might not be right after I graduate college, but eventually I would like it to be. Um, whether that's playing an adult league or whether that's coaching, I would like it to be a part of my life somehow, yeah. So we've made it to our final question. What do you hope people remember about your impact to soccer and the world? I hope that one day, um, you know, whether it's Joe or someone else that's coaching at Wayne in the future, I hope they talk about me the same way they've talked about certain players like Kelsey Engstrom and Jen Zick. I hope I get remembered as one of the best soccer players that went to Wayne as well. I hope that one day someone else is sitting in that chair in that office and they're talking about Riley Wayner. I hope I can just make an impact enough to where I'm remembered. That was a bit different than I've normally done it before, but I really enjoyed how it turned out. I think it was great to hear the perspective from all three of the players and how it's around the same and how they've all come together and bonded. This week is convention week, so I hope to meet a bunch of people there, and I know you'll get some really good interviews in the next few weeks from convention. And until I see you next week, remember to keep the game beautiful.